Warning, this episode contains foul language and features the sexiest plane hijacker who ever lived. podcast for all things strange, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, creepy, sticky, gross, scary, and everything in between. Each week we get to sit down with a friend and chat about something weird. My name is Ashley and I'm joined for the third time by my lovely co-host Lauren and our hilarious guest, comedian and writer Hannah Bowens. And today is her day to shine. Hannah has been with us the past few weeks. We recorded a three and a half hour long episode on Unsolved Mysteries. And today she gets to take the spotlight and share a story that fascinated her. Today, Hannah is talking about the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. D.B. Cooper. Holy cannoli, this story is wild. If you haven't heard about it, buckle up. And if you have heard about it, you might want to fasten your seatbelt and bring your tray table to its upright and locked positions just in case because it is not safe to move about the cabin. Okay, that's that, That's enough plain references. One thing I wanted to mention uh, before I set you free is a weird thing that happened uh, in regards to this episode. And that's why you guys are listening, right? Because you like weird stuff. So... Last week's episode, the button at the very end of the episode, for those of you who um, stick around, for like the three of you that stick around for the end, after every episode, there's a button. It's usually a clip of something weird or a clip of uh, our sound checker or a very funny moment from the episode. But last week's button, I wanted to do the Unsolved Mysteries closing monologue. The whole, if you or anyone you know has any information about the case discussed on today's episode, call this number, etc., etc. So I went to YouTube and I found a video called Unsolved Mysteries Intro and Outro. And I listened to about three seconds of it before I was like, oh yeah, that's, that's what I want. I ripped it from YouTube. I opened the file in my editing software and I grabbed part of the outro and stuck it on the end of last week's episode on The Summerton Man. Well, I was listening to it to see where I should cut it off and have the music kind of fade out when I heard this. Next week on Unsolved Mysteries, the story of D.B. Cooper. Holy buckets! It's literally this week's episode. It was right. Next week was about D.B. Cooper. I almost pooped my pants. It's not supernatural, but it's definitely a wild coincidence, and it had me real shook up. I immediately texted Lauren, like, a clip, uh, a video clip of it, and I was like, tell me I'm crazy. This is nuts. Tell me I'm not crazy. This is nuts. Um, one last thing. This is our last episode until November. We're going on a little baby hiatus, but 
We will have an episode for our $10 patrons as well as a newsletter for our $5 and $10 patrons. So if you want to donate to the show, this would be a good month for that. We're also going to be having two competitions in the month of October via social media. One is our 31 Days of Horror. I'm going to be posting a still shot of a favorite horror movie of mine every day along with a quote. And all you have to do is comment on each post. You can comment uh, with a guess, like you can guess the movie. You can tell me your favorite part of said movie. You can tell me that you added that movie to your watch list. You can quote the movie as well, whatever you like. And I'm going to keep a tally and whoever's name pops up the most will be in the running to win a really fantastic prize. The other competition is a costume competition, an online costume competition. Send us a picture of any Halloween costume you've worn at any age, your scariest, funniest, your best work, and we will have a panel of judges, myself, Lauren, Joe, and I guess Wilder, (laughs) at the end of the month, we're going to choose a winner. Now, what are the prizes, you ask? Well, if you follow us on social media, you already know, we announced yesterday, but the winner of each competition will win a Keep It Weird shirt, or tank top, or tote bag, your choice. And a piece of original artwork of your choosing. What? It's a pretty big deal and it's super easy to participate. So join us on Instagram and Facebook at Keep It Weirdcast to get in on the fun and to play with us this October because we're not going to be recording. So we are going to be a little bored. Probably not. But we are going to want to hear from you guys. So uh, follow us there and participate in our games. All right. On with the show. So, moving on to another man. Another mystery man. <laughs> um, we don't even have, we only have sketches of this man's face. Sure do. Um, it's wild. Which you'll understand why if you ha- I mean, this one also, I should have taken a poll about whether or not people had heard of this. But hey, people it's don't wild. know everything about it. It's, it's crazy. Um, okay, so I'll just read a little bit about the facts of D.B. Cooper and what is known as the Norjack case. Norjack? Yes, which is short for uh, Northwest Hijacking. Ah, yes, that makes sense. Norjack. <laughs> Norjack? Norjack? What secret team is this? All right, so on November 24th, 1971, the day before Thanksgiving, a nondescript man wearing a suit, black tie, white shirt approached the counter of Northwest Orient Airlines in Portland and paid $20 for a one-way ticket to Seattle. The man appeared to be in his mid-40s and about six feet tall. He said his name was Dan Cooper. Once on the plane, the man ordered a bourbon and a 7-Up and Hell then... Yeah. Handed a note to his a flight arms attendant. were very tan. <laughs> yeah. His legs were super his athletic. Legs were his very toes, athletic. Not jank. so great. <laughs> super janky. Um, uh, after ordering a bourbon and seven up, he then handed a note to a flight attendant. The note stated that he had a bomb in his briefcase. Yeesh. He then opened the briefcase to reveal. Red sticks, apparently explosives, and like wires, enough to make this flight attendant like know that he meant business. Yeah. Also, just to note moving forward, so the man who 
we later found out he used an alias, Dan Cooper. But later on, there was a news reporting that falsely somehow reported his name to be D.B. Cooper. I don't know how they got that from Dan, but it was mixed up. And then that name just kind of stuck. stuck. I it was going to say, how people just like DB? thought it I never better. heard that before. It so does, it though. Dan. Here's the thing. D.B. Cooper is it's a much great. cooler oh, yeah. name. Like Dan, Dan Cooper. Daniel Cooper. Good old Cooper. Dan Cooper, the accountant from Iowa. No, it's D.B. No, it's D.B. So, yeah, D.B. <laughs> I was great. I'm sorry if I offended anyone. DB, wait, DBGB? What'd you say? I said, call me DB, everybody. Just call me DB. Okay, so Cooper, DB Cooper, demanded four parachutes and $200,000 in $20 bills, which in today's economy would be worth the equivalent of about $1.2 million. Hello. No big. Um... So after the flight that he hijacked landed in Seattle, Cooper released the 36 passengers when authorities provided the money and parachutes. Oh, I was okay. Because I was like, wait, (laughs) hold on. (laughs) Let's calculate. What flights carry? He was like, I don't care where it comes from. I don't care where it comes from. I don't care if you pull it out of your ass. Every overhead compartment for that money. <laughs> no, no. He, was, these were demands right. being made okay. on the ground. Okay. Upon receiving his money and the parachutes, he released the 36 passengers. Um, however, he forced two pilots, a flight engineer, and a flight attendant to remain on the plane. Once it was refueled, he ordered the pilots to fly to Mexico City. Oh, jeez. Per his instructions, the plane flew under 10,000 feet at a speed slower then 200 knots. The pilots at some point informed him that they would not have enough fuel to make it to Mexico City. So he had the choice of Reno or I think it was like Phoenix. And he um, was like, ugh. And he was neither. Like <laughs> Definitely not. He jumped. He no. what? Yes. Okay. That was a joke, but he did. Um, <laughs> like, and he jumped, but he did. So, he so took somewhere <laughs> like outside of, they weren't actually near Reno yet. They were still um, around Washington, but around 8 p.m., somewhere over the town Ariel, Washington, that was like the nearest town to where they think this happened. This was a plane that had like a staircase that could be lowered out of the back yeah. lower like side of the plane. Like in all of the Mission Impossible movies? Yes, exactly. Like that? Love cool. that. Yeah, so he lowered the rear steps. He had fastened um, a briefcase with the money to his person and then put on a parachute and jumped out of the back of the plane. Wild man. Yes. That was the last anyone had anyone seen saw. of this D.B. Cooper uh, character. So... Some information about the drop. Um, it was around 8.10 p.m. that he's believed to have jumped. The search area that investigators sort of narrowed down based on, like, the weather conditions, the altitude, they basically limited it to a 28-square-mile area where he might have landed. The suitcase of money weighed 23 pounds. That's, like, may or may not be important later. Okay. Um, it was raining there was really high winds the temperature was actually they said below freezing and just very poor visibility he was wearing no goggles and no gloves 
The plane was going approximately 190 miles per hour. It was um, below freezing, and DB Cooper jumped out of the jumped plane out of the plane to not have to go to Reno. To shows not how to avoid shitty. Reno. I mean, <laughs> Reno truly. To avoid Reno. Reno, he was like, "I'll risk it." Um, yeah, I think we've all been there. You know? No thanks. <laughs> so there's a lot of information about the fatality rate of like skydiving at that height, like height, height that altitude, yeah. and those kind of and conditions during rain. During and rain, yeah. bad it's weather. It's not impossible. Okay. That he would survive um, had his like shoot open and there weren't any issues with that. Any complications? So what's interesting, and this sort of was pointing investigators to one potential option, because when they were trying to figure out who this person was, they suspected it could be somebody with like military background yeah. who would... That would make sense. Yeah. Know like, how to jump out of a plane. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Know feel how to operate a parachute. <laughs> Yeah, feel confident in that method of escape. Right. But when they presented him with the four parachutes, he chose one where the backup chute was sewed shut because it was like for training purposes. And they believe that like an experienced skydiver would know that. Mm -hmm. But that said, he appeared to like strap it to himself with ease. Like he knew what he was doing. He knew his way around the chute. Yeah. So could go. There's so many things What's about the this that could go shoot? either way. Um, it's I guess like every parachute has two like shoots? A, a backup. Yeah, so in case your like main chute opens up. I think it's like a smaller. You know why I, I don't know that? Why? Because I'll never fucking skydive. <laughs> I never you will either. It scares me in my core. I Alex have no has done interest. it, and I think he's a crazy person. I know I'm white, <laughs> and white people have to. Like create dangerous situations right. to get thrills. Pay a lot of money. <laughs> pay a ton of money to do it. But yeah, I'm not never. that white. Okay, I will not be no. that white girl. No. No. Alex wants to do it again. He loved it so much, and I'm like, I will never go with you and no. do that. Enjoy that is yourself. Going to be all you, and wait I'll wait for you at the bottom. Old enough and see what he has to say. Yeah. Oh he seems lord. I never want Wilder to go. <laughs> lord. Anyways, go on. So he picked the ratty ass fucking yeah. <laughs> Yep, the ratty old shoot. janky shoot. Old mm-hmm. janky, but shoot. he was very familiar with the janky shoot. <laughs> yeah, so knew his way around these. it. Okay, this crime, following the crime, the FBI launched what would become one of the longest and most exhaustive investigations in its history. Initially, the agency believed that Cooper both knew planes and the area, huh. and it was speculated that he served in the military, possibly as a paratrooper. They said he was in his mid forties which they believe that he could have likely been in the military during World War II and maybe okay. was like a pilot or in the Air Force hmm. or just familiar with this kind of yeah. thing. However, it was decided later that he was not an experienced skydiver because the jump was too dangerous. Didn't notice that about his shoot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but maybe he was so experienced and so confident. Right? That he was like... I don't need a backup shoot. Who needs need a, a backup, backup shoot? shoot? I'm going to nail this. Right? I feel like military paratroopers, they don't get to pick their conditions. Right. It was also a shoot that couldn't be maneuvered. So, like, apparently there are some shoots where I guess you can, you can kind, kind of, of like, steer. They have, mm-hmm. like, strings attached that you yes. can pull. And I guess that was also 
those were amongst the options that he was given. Oh, so okay. he took so the worst are, one. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is this guy? And it's raining. So what was he? Oh, Penny oh, came to Penny. say hello and scratch Hi, on your chair. Hey, Pen Pen. Pen Pen. Saying hello. So that sort of helped when they were also determining Narrowing the area. It, it was like, oh, he wouldn't have really been able to steer. Like he was going to go where literally like the wind Wherever the wind took him. Quite literally. The agency, meaning the FBI, reported that it looked at some 800 suspects in the first five years following the case, with almost all of them being eliminated. Um, Some were ruled out on the basis of DNA that was recovered from a tie that Cooper left on the flight. I actually Um, remember this. Wasn't it a clip-on tie? I think it was. What a noob. (laughs) Which he I wears do, a clip-on to this part. type of yeah, job. I'm pretty sure it was a clip-on tie. Yeah, you won't forget a detail like that. No, because that's rough. Being like, mm. yeah. So yeah, that's that's not good. No, another Mess. suspect. Weird thing is, so this happened November. In April of the following year, there was like a very similar hijacking, but the guy demanded half a million dollars, and the only way they caught this guy of who committed the second crime was because he had told a friend or a neighbor or something he had the same skills to pull that off but if he had done what db cooper did he would have demanded half a million so after this happened apparently whoever it was that he told that to like sent in a tip they investigated found the money in this guy's like closet and he confessed to committing the second hijacking but the flight attendants and the crew didn't recognize him. Like said, so it was this wasn't the guy. the guy. Whoa! So it was like totally a copycat crime. Wow! Mm-hmm. Wait, the flight attendant and the crew said that like it totally wasn't DB Cooper. It wasn't the guy. Yeah, that they were like, this the first is not crime. the guy from our. Oh, plan. okay. I yeah. thought you meant like they said that this guy didn't actually commit this crime, and we still don't know to this day who did. First of all, this guy. Uh, snitches get stitches <laughs> okay the two of you mark my words if i ever tell you a secret of something i'm going to do yeah. it better stay not, secret snitches get yeah. stitches. stitches get snitches <laughs> apparently he left behind like more evidence right. too so maybe that also yeah, that probably contributed <laughs> that might have but also like it. That's I just, just like the idea of him like being at a party right. and then like being months like, later that it. person was like, oh my God, he did it. He totally <laughs> he did this. Did it. <laughs> that guy told me when he was drunk. So yeah, that guy's name was Richard McCoy. Stupid Richard. Richard, you so idiot. You're just so a little dick. copycat, you know? So you're no DB Cooper. You're no DB. And also <laughs> you know, get an original <laughs> thought. <laughs> right? <sighs> but also your friends unique. suck. Right. Yeah. Yeah, not good. He used a, a, a fake name as an alias as well. All the aliases. Um, his wasn't Just like old Justin. Yeah, Justin. <laughs> oh, I can't Justin. find it here. Justin, you know. I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm trying to do an Australian accent again, but I remember how horribly that went before. Yeah, so that no. went really badly and became like a meme. So don't do it. I won't do it again. DB. DB. Sorry to DB. But then. Okay, so years go by. They can't find anything. They've searched this whole, like, area, never found evidence of a body, a parachute, the money, until a father and son were camping 
1980. So this is nine years, essentially, after um, the hijacking. They were building a fire and found in the sand three bundles of money. Oh. Oh, Yeah. So the boy discovered them. They were sort of like decayed and frayed, very weathered. Um, It totaled to be $5,800. Jeez. And And they told someone? They notified the authorities. They'd be like, hey, son. They (laughs) cross-examined the serial numbers on the money because apparently Uh they had kept record of that. Right. Um, And? None of the serial numbers had had come up yet. So, like, there wasn't any evidence that he had... Um, or that any of this money yeah, was in circulation. Yeah, they where that money ended up. This money matched. <gasps> really? Dun, dun, dun. So this $5,800 matched what he took in amongst the ransom money. Yeah. Okay. That's well, something. this could also be a lesson to people who do find large sums of money to not just go spend it because it could be stolen right. cash right. from and a then guy who hijacked a plane in 1971. I heard that. Like, how... How quickly were they able to like do that? Like get that two hundred thousand dollars, and then also have the serial numbers recorded. Record. Maybe they right. just have money like that Maybe around just on record situations, right? Probably. Just I mean, instead of like doing like the squibs mm-hmm. where you put them in so they explode when you right. open exploding the exploding ink, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you record yeah. the serial numbers. That could be it. He never spent anything, which leads, which makes you think he's dead. Right, that he probably died, and then this probably... money was split yeah. somewhere and then found. But um, that is interesting. But only five thousand. I know. Where's the rest? Of... Okay, so interesting thing about the money. Mm-hmm. So they obviously only found a portion of it, and it was found. 20 miles away from the designated search area oh. and oh. in the opposite direction that the wind was blowing would have that taken night. him mm-hmm. so so how did it get there uh, <laughs> well some geologists more recently so like when it, the money was found they originally ruled out that the money would have gotten there by way of water because it was contained in what was like a drudge area okay Mm -hmm. that led them to believe that the money couldn't have arrived there until 1974 which was like three years later Mm -hmm. and that was just way too long for like a river to get it there right so they thought maybe he had come back and like buried it to sort of provoke the fbi right or somebody else had found it and put it back but then in 2016, newer, more recent geologists with like more technology, better scientists, <laughs> um, <laughs> discovered that the area where the money was was actually like 150 feet away from like this dredge area. So it could have been there in 1971. Okay. Leading them to believe that the money was carried there through the river. That does not explain, though, what happened to him. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and the rest of it. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of speculation um, that maybe the money detached from his body yeah. during the free fall. Could have been. Um, it was windy. Mm-hmm. It's possible. You're, like, flying through the air. They think, depending on, like, where he landed, he would have either landed in Lake Merwin or the Clark River. A lot of people speculate that he died. He didn't survive the fall, that his body and the money landed in this river 
potentially was caught in the propeller of a cargo ship, okay. um, which is how the money like kind of dispersed, dispersed, and, yeah. and they only found this that as a piece uncertain, like all in one, bag. one right? Chunk. Still in the briefcase. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that tracks. Some people believe he survived, and for whatever reason, like didn't spend the money. Yeah. I don't Maybe know he was sort of that. against the plan from the beginning and was like, I don't want to play with this dirty money. Like he might have been crazy. Like some <laughs> yes. people think he was just true insane out of his mind. Or he might Yeah, he took the like, weird parachute. Yeah. He pr- to prove that he could do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then also like this took place at a time where there was just this growing sense of distrust towards yeah. authority. Yeah. So that's it could right. have been like a political Question the man. statement. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, he got this money, but like never intended to use it. Right. But there's a way to clean money though, too. And that was mm-hmm. something that I like started to look into and didn't get very far. Yeah. yeah. By the I time mean, I like got like to if he possibly could have laundered it and possibly. gone under a new identity. Yeah. That's a lot of yeah. money to launder to like never turn up to again. To never turn up a also, single I don't I know agree how, with like, that. Yeah. what system there is of tracking. Like, right. Because the, the thing is, is like when I work at Barnes and Noble and someone hands me a $20 bill, mm-hmm. I don't read the fucking mm-hmm. numbers on that exactly. $20 bill and go like, hmm. This raises yeah. some eyebrows. This raises some eyebrows. This might exactly. be a DB Cooper dollar. <laughs> yeah. You that's know what I mean? Exactly right. I mean, obviously, once it gets to the bank, right, then there's some. That's question. when the serial numbers mm-hmm. are recorded. That's when yeah. it, you know what I mean? But like, what if you hand me a $20 bill at Barnes and Noble for your cookbook? Uh huh. And I give you $2 back. And then my boss, who's like going to make a deposit at the bank, decides like, oh, I need change. So she puts $100 in, takes the $20 out. Like how many mm-hmm. hands does it go through before? It go- but like you said, like it literally never ended up in a bank, not a single dollar. No. That's fishy. Yeah, and I agree. Possibly he left the country. Right? I don't know. He could have fleed. He could have fled. Um, fleed. Fled he is fleed. the correct term. He Thank you, Hannah. <laughs> but he could have fleed. So people have gone as far as like analyzing his, what he was drinking and even like the cigarettes he was smoking on the flight um, because apparently both 7-Up and Bourbon and Raleigh cigarettes were kind of considered sophisticated okay. at the time. So like what was in, he was wearing a suit. Right. True. Dressed to the like, nines. Which, I don't know why... Would a guy, like a well-to-do guy, be doing this? Be pulling off this kind of crime? I don't know. Yeah, seemed like he was doing all right. So yeah, there's been a lot of questions about his actual skills. If he was just like an amateur who was pulling this off, yeah, right, really just going for it. So I watched this History Channel documentary Mm -hmm. about it, and so Ariel, Washington, which is like the closest town area. They've had a party every year, like, on the date in his honor. Like, he's, like, a legend. People love him. Oh, my God. That was my favorite part of the investigation was watching this exact scene in the documentary because it's just, like. It's crazy. They they love him. Yeah. He did the impossible. He did. He did something no one's ever been able to do. And, like, did he get away with it or did he not? I I don't know. He could have gotten away with it. He could be dead and splattered on the ground but it's amazing that we don't know yeah and like that's he's a mystery man we can speculate about what you know might have happened whether he survived 
then he had to get through like miles of woods. Yeah. Where did he go? Maybe, I don't know. I started theorizing and I'm like, you know, maybe he had some kind of, I mean, visibility was really low. So I don't think there was any sort of visual like signal, like this is the time to jump. I know where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. I don't know. But what if he did like truly understand the path of the plane? Like what if he did know exactly where they were just by the distance they got. I mean, that would be really That would be a very, 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 that would be an expert. Right. But if he had been a pilot and was like the best in his field, I mean, yes, it's a stretch, but. Yeah, but he might not, he might know. But the thing is, is like, that wasn't his plan. He wanted Mm -hmm. to go to Mexico. Yeah. You're right. So. Like his plan did have to change. So. He had to change plans. So he wasn't supposed to jump out of the plane in the middle of the woods in Washington. Like how, yeah, why was he so, so confident in it? I don't know. I the most likely know. explanation is he's dead and the money's still out there, yeah. which is the <laughs> plot to the movie Without a Paddle with Dax Shepard, <laughs> Seth Green, I forgot about and that Matthew movie. Willard because they're searching for D.B. Cooper's lost cash. Lost money because they believe it's out there. They know it's out there. Yep. Which yeah. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot yeah, about that Yeah, because one of the movie. theories they talk about Seth in that Green movie. In that? Seth Green is yeah. in that. Mm-hmm. He's the third. Mm-hmm. One of the theories in that movie is that he had a partner. Demi mm-hmm. Cooper had a partner. He wasn't alone in it. Mm-hmm. Right. And the partner was meeting up with him. Yeah. And Burt Reynolds plays his partner. Uh-huh. He plays like a mountain that. man, like living in the woods. Uh-huh. So, I mean, but that's a really good point. Like, if he was... Maybe the destination never mattered because he always knew he was going to jump out at that right. point. True. Maybe he just knew the route and yeah. decided. Yeah. And knew, like, like I can get out along this route mm-hmm. and it's totally fine. Because they offered to land. Well, that's the thing. So he was like, I want to go to Mexico. And they're like, we won't make it. And they're like, we can land in Reno. He's like, if we land in Reno, I'm getting arrested. Yeah. Like, Maybe that's the truth. I have the potential to get arrested. But he request he knew he was going to jump because he requested shoots yeah with the money true that's true so So he was always going to jump no matter what yeah because he could also get arrested so maybe he just needed the route like we're saying like it doesn't have to be mexico but i need to go along this line maybe he was planning on jumping there the whole time like true because then the police would be in mexico waiting waiting for him there were a couple of maybe you just had to say a city military planes that were following the flight but because it was traveling at such a slow speed like those planes couldn't go at that same speed so they, they had, had to like go, go ahead and, like, and loop turn around. around so they didn't and if see... he was former military he would know that and that's why he would ask them to fly to at slow. a certain speed yeah mm-hmm. and, or oh if he was like where to go and true yeah knew, like or had already calculated where he needed to land exactly how fast they needed to be going like, he knew all of that. I think he when was he, just an expert like, in the field. I could be convinced either way that he, like, had no fucking clue. Or that he was or a complete expert. A genius. That he knew, yeah. And, like, even left some of the money out. Like, to be like, threw it in a uh, river to be like, you know. Yeah, I didn't make it. it. Yeah. Right. Wink. Wink, wink. Nod, nod. <laughs> <laughs> so, question. Did he mm-hmm. take the bomb with him? He did. Okay. I think the only thing that he left behind was cigarette butts. And his tie. Because I wonder if the bomb was even real. Right. It could have totally just been fake red old sticks. Could have been a Tommy boy scenario. Yep. Just like, look, I have these red sticks. They might be filled with candy. They might be filled (laughs) with candy corn. Yep. They might be road flares. Yep. 
They might also be dynamite. You don't know. You'll give never me $20,000. But give me all your money. And they also thought a sign that he might be an amateur was why did he request 20s when if he requested the same amount in $100 bills, that would significantly decrease the weight of the package. Right. Which like, he maybe he do. was counting on the weight of the package. Maybe he was. Maybe that was part of the jump and the way he needed to fly through the sky. Yeah, it's possible. Guys, he Dude, might have been this could be like an a Ocean's savant. Eleven like he situation. knew exactly like, what he needed to do. I want to watch Ocean's Eleven now. Oh, here's another theory that I thought of. I love it. probably is like, I'm sure other people have, but this just occurred to me, which was maybe he never actually jumped and like somehow convinced the crew. I don't know if he threatened them or like somehow convinced the crew to lie and say say he jumped, jumped. but he actually landed safely on the ground and then... Yeah. <gasps> and then got uh, off that way. Yeah. I mean, it was 71, right? 1971? Yeah. So it's not like we had TSA. Right. He could have bribed them in some way. Maybe, maybe gave him some of the them. money. He could like, have bribed know. them some way, gave him some of the money. But or... how would the money in the room? No, that's Yeah, smart. no, you're right. That maybe is he threw some of the money out the plane. Yeah, he threw some money out the Because they would have had to have splayed on the ground somehow where they found it, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, but it was 20 miles away. Yeah, so, so he could have he thrown some of that of off to make it look like and he jumped out. Maybe some of the crew were in on it. Right. That stayed <gasps> on the plane. Some of the pilots, what especially if? if he was former military. Or like the, even just the flight attendant. Like the what only if one it was who a I buddy. think saw him jump out. Yeah. Was the flight attendant. Yeah. And they also were covering the person. For him. Maybe it was the other guy who hijacked the plane months later. And then his friend, who was the flight attendant, was like, no, that's not the same guy. Yeah. Saying like in the lineup that looks nothing like him, but covering up because it was him. Oh, my God. <laughs> she took the money. Yes. But I'm thinking like, what if, you know, if he got the, the remaining crew that was on the plane, it was just four people. Yeah in on it or maybe some of them were already in on it i mean he could have literally taken one yeah. of the people on the plane shot him in the head threw him out of the plane but like before he threw him out of the plane took all of his clothes and disguised himself as the A flight, flight attendant, attendant yeah. or whatever or and just like working. walks off the plane with his right. bags looking cash looking cash looking straight cash uh. Or this guy's an idiot and he died really right. horribly. Yeah, or like he just s- splattered into a and million pieces, like we like said earlier. By I like to think, yeah, that's <laughs> true. totally. Yeah. I and like to think that he's an him. evil genius, or not even evil. He didn't hurt anybody. Like I like to think that he's a genius. Mm-hmm. I like to I believe he was a super probably, expert and knew exactly dead, what he was like, doing. But like, I like to think that he planned all of yes. it. It's like statistically, he's probably dead yeah. and eaten by wolves, but. What's There's like, a chance. He's yeah. A I mean, what is equally interesting to me as the case itself is, well, not equally, but also interesting. Yeah. The way that people talk about the case like there's these people having this party in ariel washington every year and they're just like you know like he's a hero we love him we love this dude stick it to the man Mm -hmm. and then when you see like the fbi agents are like he's just a dirty common criminal who Mm -hmm. like you know was an amateur and deserved to get they like really hate this guy yeah um i think they hate him because he got away with it right i think they're so jealous he, like made a mockery of the fbi super genius who got away with his trick i don't know i feel like the answer i think they should have investigated they should have gone to libraries 
mm-hmm. because it's 1971. This guy wasn't on the internet looking up plane hijackings or but like, at the library. Like he, he had been. to research this plane to know that there was like the staircase mm-hmm. that he could True. release. He had to know about parachutes. He had to read maps and he like probably maps. had to go. Who was taking to the those library. things out at the library? They should have taken his sketch to all the librarians are the smartest people. Right. Like in the world, mm-hmm. if they had just gone to all the local libraries in Seattle, Said, have and Portland seen with guy? his sketch, like, like, seen this guy dude, and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, this weirdo checking out books about ransom." I know because that's like that's the other bombs. part of this mystery that kind of gets looked over is that we still don't know who this guy is. Right, right. it's his identity that's like totally. Yeah, yeah we've like, no yes, clue. We don't on know top if of he's not, alive or right. dead, but like also, we also who the don't hell know is he? Who is Dan slash DB Cooper? And like, did anybody ever report? somebody missing like if yeah, he did die member. like right, right someone missing their or sibling, did missing he just return son. back to his normal life and people just didn't know about this yeah thing they didn't know he even done. had this connection maybe i researched db cooper pretty heavily last year because i have a theory i'm not ready to report on it but <laughs> i have a theory <laughs> and if you go to the wikipedia they ha- you look at there's photographs of the suspects mm-hmm. and they're they all look just like the sketches, yeah. every one of them. And it's like, well, I know I can't be all of these guys. right? <laughs> but they, they are like, you know, former um, paratroopers, former military. Yeah. Like they all had. It makes There was sense. a reason they were suspects, but they all, none of them actually yeah, ever got out. convicted. Just such a bummer. Also, this is interesting. Uh, you know how there's always, for crimes, there's always a statute of limitations. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. There's a certain amount of time, you know, um, a certain amount of time that can pass that you are no longer liable for that crime. Right. But they have actually had like a literal court ruling saying that this man, D.B. Cooper or John Doe, mm-hmm. is responsible for these crimes no matter what. There is no statute of limitations. Mm-hmm. So he could be like 90 years old. And he'll still. And spend a dollar. Or maybe his grandchild spends a dollar and they trace it back to him. Mm-hmm. He will be tried for these crimes. There's no wow. statute of limitations. Like they on are this crime. after this FBI, guy. The FBI is pissed. They are they so are, pissed. They are pissed. <laughs> okay. I get it. Yeah. They made a fool out of him. Right. So I guess in 2021, the case will be 50 years old. And he wow. was in his mid, allegedly appeared to be in his mid 40s at the time so yeah the clock is ticking it yeah, is it's absolutely is, ticking uh, like mm, yeah so the, the time is, is now the time is now the time is now it's pretty we must crazy find i i don't know i could really see it going so many ways i don't have a definitive also like, this like is you what couldn't pull off a crime like that now no like, oh there's my just gosh, something no, there's very no like retro and cool about it it's so like, badass true. sexy yeah. almost <laughs> um, really attractive like the tan arms and the <laughs> yeah, athletic legs. legs like and the baby's stomach the baby abs <laughs> just like a man tying a parachute to himself right? and with like a briefcase of money while he's like, in a suit i wonder if he said anything right before he jumped yeah like, like probably just very suave and what if he what made he out say? heavily with the female flight what? attendant and yes. then jumped out? What if he like, gave her a big hot. kiss and they said, to mom should. That's a- to mom should. exactly <laughs> what I was hoping you were going to say. I love a good callback. <laughs> to mom should was perfect. out. Should I stay or should I go? To mom should. To mom should. I stay or Apparently should I go he did now? say something to the flight attendant like while they were on this second flight. 
she said something like, why, you know, why this airline? He was like, I don't have a grudge against your airline, but I do have a grudge. So I don't know. Interesting. It really did seem like a stick it to the man type thing. Not I need money type thing. Right. Right. I agree. Which maybe is why the FBI is so... Curious. Absolutely not. We're going to prosecute no matter what. He could yeah. be 102 years old. We're going to prosecute. And he's yeah. going to go to jail for We're the rest of his guy. short life. Tried to stick it to us. Because how much did he steal? Uh, it was $200,000. It's not that much. I mean, yes, of course, at Equivalent the time, of 1.2, it was $1.2 right, right. But mm-hmm. like Jeff Bezos has $47 billion. Yeah. Like it's not that much money. It doesn't amount to that much. But, but, but he bested if it came them. out of like the Federal Reserve and he bested these FBI right. agents, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He made a fool I'd out of them. I'd be kind of pissed too. They need to get back. Well, in the, if, in the movie Without a Paddle, <laughs> coming back to Matthew that film Lillard and sure Dax Shepard yep. and Seth Green <laughs> I believe what happened is they found his like rotting corpse hanging from a parachute that was stuck in Something a tree like right isn't that lines. what happened I feel like they like found is. his body and then yeah, they like, like gave some him bones. a proper burial yeah <laughs> bones attached to a parachute I yeah. think that's correct a couple of bones they also found Dem all of bones. his money though and they spent it which is like that wouldn't happen because it, it because they would be bills. flagged immediately. <laughs> but we like to believe that they had a good old time. This is Mike. This is Jacob. And this is Matt. We are Moth Boys. A podcast on cryptids, conspiracies, and the unknown. Unknown. You can catch us every other Monday on, actually, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you. Like, I, I understand all this evidence that points to the fact that he didn't even survive the fall. Yeah. But just the fact that they never found anything, like it's right. just that was nothing found. Or was it found and then swept under the rug? I just I was gonna say, know. was it found and they didn't you said, sh- report sh- sh- that it was found. Why wouldn't they, do you think? Mm. Wouldn't they want people to know? Like, see, he's like, an idiot, don't him. try this. No, that's true. true. Like who found him though? Maybe somebody found him who wanted to. I don't know. I don't know. My thing is, is like, okay, so they looked in this like 28 mile radius and they found nothing. Mm. Of course, they didn't look, they didn't search every inch. That's impossible. But like they looked, they searched it. They had the dogs, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Flashlights, I bet. The whole search party. All of it. Didn't find anything. And then in whatever year it was, they found the bundle of $5,000. And it was 20 miles away from the radius. Mm-hmm. So I guarantee there was a search of that area. So to not find another dollar, mm-hmm. I don't it know. It seems bizarre. It's definitely bizarre. Either option is bizarre. Yeah, no matter where you right. go whether with it, it's so alive, strange. Whether he survived. Whether he was an expert or an amateur. Whether mm-hmm. he succeeded or totally failed bizarre. at like, pulling this off. It's all so The fact crazy. that we have no evidence of anything. Of anything. Or even like his intention. Yeah. I like to think he's of him as just like this kind of Robin Hood guy. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. not taking he this money because I need it or to spend it. I'm taking it it's because big old it doesn't F-U. belong to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he Screw took it from, this. you know, the government. He took mm-hmm. it from the bank. He didn't steal from people on the plane. Right. Like innocent pe- people. Yeah. He knew who he was taking the money Which from. Which always reminds me of the movie Bandits with. Bruce Willis. I've not seen And what? Oh, guys, it's so good. Billy Bob Thornton, Bruce Willis, and Kate Blanchett. What a cast. And Mm -hmm. they rob banks. And they basically, that's one of the things they say. They're like, we're not taking money from these people. We're taking money from 
the bank. The big bank. It's different. These it people's money is protected. No mm-hmm. one's going to touch these people's money. Taking it from the bank. Mm-hmm. Also pretty I amazing like that it cost $20 for a plane ticket. I know when you said that in the beginning, I almost screamed, but was like, no, uh, we have to get to the nitty gritty of this story. And also you could just give them whatever name. Like you could walk up and be like, here's $20. Cooper. It's a, a Dan Cooper. Yeah. yeah. You could just walk up and be like, I'm WeBank. <laughs> They'd be like, what? Yeah. You heard me. Right. Here's 20 bucks. I'm, I'm headed sh- out. Sh- 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 That's it's like, how do you wild. spell that? And it's like, figure it out. Here's $20. Yes. I'm getting on the plane. I'll also, see you don't in the check air. my bags. They're full of dynamite. <laughs> Right, yeah. right. Hey, security, on. let me through with my red sticks. Right. I feel like if that didn't change flying for America. Yeah. Why did it still take so much longer? Yeah. That was the first hijacker. Now I have to take all my shoes off and they got to. That is they interesting. They always have to search my bun. But D.B. Cooper, nah, it's fine. No, he was good. No, you still don't have to they give your name. Like, they weren't on high alert for a white man with a briefcase. No. no. That was everybody. That was everybody. Probably that was true. Maybe that's why he wore that, though. Yep. Yeah. He knew that he would just look like every guy, every white man. Hmm. Well, <laughs> it's a good one. Well, I don't know. Do you guys think he lived or died? Gosh, I think he died, but I really want to believe that he lived. I'm in the exact same boat. I want to believe that he is a badass and lived and knew exactly what he was doing, but. He probably died. Yeah. He's probably he dead. I didn't make it. It was a windy, rainy old day. Night. I don't want to be night. Didn't look good for him. <laughs> it was below freezing. Yeah, it just like, didn't honestly, look good. Honestly, if he didn't way. have someone down there waiting for him, and right. maybe he did. Yeah, like I don't know. Maybe partner. he did. Right. Because you'd think if he, you know, if he managed to survive and then make it to like a road or a town, like he probably was. A little banged up. Yeah. It wouldn't look great. by the time that happened, I'm sure there was an alert. Right. Right. Somewhere. They were able to notify on the ground. To mm-hmm. be like, look out for a man who's probably freezing. Yep. And a little has a bruise, briefcase full of cold. Might have a broken ankle from impact. Yeah. Millions of dollars. Yep. Got some money strapped to him. Yeah. I do like to think he's alive somewhere, though. I know. Living his best life with some grandkids in the mountains or something. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they know? <laughs> oh. Like his grandkids? Maybe not. Probably not. Nah, I feel like maybe he just advertised. Yeah. You know, maybe hey, he just you kept ever it heard a about secret. D.B. Cooper? Well, Can you imagine how frustrating that me. would be though? Like every time your you want to tell them. kids got were just being annoying or like, you know where that money came from? Do you but, know what I do had you know to do? What I had to do to send you to that <laughs> private school? That's right. <laughs> to buy you this dinner, you're going to eat it. You're going to eat every bite of it. <laughs> you will eat every last bite. <laughs> you eat every anyway, bite of it. I just, I thought that was wild. And the fact that I had story. not really heard wild. of it yeah. is wild to me. I can't believe you hadn't heard of it. But I, I have asked other, no, I asked other people the same thing. I bet every like, listener Cooper? is going to be like, wow. I think it'll be pretty split evenly that news. people have heard of it with people who have not. I right, always have to separate myself from that because I'm like, everyone... Everyone knows that because I know that. Yeah. But Which I've been proven long, proven long, proven wrong so many times before. <laughs> it's like everyone knows this. I'm not going to do it. And everyone's like, I've never heard of it. I'm and the I'm like, ideal I haven't heard anything about it. audience for this podcast because I apparently have heard of nothing ever. <laughs> You've also never watched any movies. That's true. 
<laughs> I watch one horror movie a year. Yep. I'm not, what do I do with my time? But that's uh, a lot of our listeners, though. So you are a good advertisement for that. We have a good mix of people who are like, yes, all the spooky things I know. And then the other people who come to us because mm-hmm. they haven't heard of Because they're like, learn. introduce me to this spook. Right. So it's good. Yeah. This was grand, this y'all. Was <laughs> a treat. Another treat. Another treat. Cheers. This was so much fun. Cheers to I all my glasses are empty, but yeah, cheers, I'm ladies. Cheers. Cheers. Clink. Cheers. Clink. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, that was thank so you fun. So much. It was it's, so nice to meet you. you. Yeah, you too. <laughs> I've heard your name so, fun so many times. <laughs> the lovely um, Hannah. And the stewed. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh do you have a personal I know Lauren said that you're not super, you're not on not social media on a lot. The Insta. I'm not on, I'm not on Facebook. I um, am on Instagram at okay. hbowie2, oh, number I was two. say hbowie4, I thought I knew it. hbowie2. Wait, H-Bowie is your last two. name Bowie? It's Bowens. <gasps> okay. Okay. I know, would that be I so was cool? like, excuse cool. me? If I had gone this whole podcast without mentioning that I am <laughs> I'm the daughter Bowie. of David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> You have a Bowie vibe, though. You do. You have, like, the bone structure of David Bowie. What? Yeah, you're welcome. And you're just cool af, so. Yeah. That's the kindest thing anyone has ever said to me. Yeah, let that. And the first time anyone's ever said anything like that Let that float you through your week. Wow. Hannah Bowie, ladies and gentlemen. Hannah Bowie. Folks, you heard it here Hannah Bowie, too. You heard it here first. Spitting image of David Bowie. Okay, so for real, it's H. Bowie 2. H. Bowie 2. H. Bowie 2. I have a Twitter. I think it's at Hannah Bowens. Right. I sometimes tweet some jokes on there, but I don't like to go on there because... It's just depressing. It oh, is. it's a very scary yeah. world on Twitter. Which is horrifying. also, yeah, why I'm kind of under, like, living under a rock. So. <laughs> but hbowie2 on Instagram or uh, at Unsent Show. Yes. Yeah. We'll tag both of those so you guys that. can yeah. find it very easily. Unsent is um, so cool. Mm-hmm. Y'all got to follow it. Yeah. Thanks. So what horror movie are you going to watch this year? Okay. Well, Around Halloween. Halloween time, I do like to get in the spirit. I okay. like to get spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost <laughs> always have watched horror movies with Rachel. Yes. She's not here, so come watch with I us. Know. I I will. And one of the... Okay, I really want to see it. Because I haven't seen have you it. Seen, you haven't seen the, the original or the new one that has come no. out. What are anyone. you more interested in? I think I need to see the... Oh, you are you? Do you mean I've older thought, original? Yeah, or, like, okay. like Tim Curry, um, <laughs> right? Isn't it? Tim okay, I heard uh, that yeah. one. That is... sounded so weird coming out of my mouth, and I was like, "Did I just name a football more player? Tim true? Curry, the actor? Is that correct? That the, the older version scary? is more scary. I don't agree with that. Okay, then no, probably not. It's very see. I dated. this might be a uh-huh. hashtag hot take, and our listeners <gasps> might attack me because so many people would say go see the original because it's the original and you must. And Tim Curry is. A classic, Tim wonderful Curry is human. a much better Pennywise. But However, I don't agree that trash. you like have to see the original. Yeah. Okay. It was a made-for-TV movie. It's very cheesy, over the top. As much as Tim Curry is phenomenal, uh-huh. I think you could go in just seeing the new, the new one and say, call it a day. Yeah. Okay. There's no need. I did see it. Hereditary in theaters. Yeah. I'm actually proud of you for seeing that. Um, I liked dark. it. I really enjoyed it. And Good. I didn't have any nightmares. Oh, wow. I love Even that. Even the 
even the um light I pole was watching that part pole. through like a tiny okay. tiny tiny so you, opening in my hands yeah. so like that's fair <laughs> I even had to I don't know if I ever put my hands all the way up but I always had them close to my face to be ready that's to hide because that I was on the edge of my seat to protect myself in horror movies I like watch through the, yeah. the fingers opening and I've like oh, that is knitted so blanket or my fingers so I did that go like this yep just nope don't when, see, nope. when <laughs> Ashley and I went to see Conjuring Two, I mostly watched through my fingers. Those I believe. Conjuring yeah, that was very scary. The Conjuring movies are very scary. Have you seen Conjuring both of them? Conjuring Two really, the really did me dirty. Good. <laughs> did me dirty. So you love that phrase now. <laughs> Um, it's a good one. It's a really scary. Um, you could watch it though. If I may recommend oh. The Exorcist Three. <laughs> Exorcist Three. It's on the top of my list, Ashley. Ashley, you've never spoken of that film before. Please, no. uh... Brad Dourif, George C. Scott. <laughs> Someone cut her off. No, I haven't even seen The Exorcist Three. I'm a terrible friend well, and co-host. So uh, maybe this year, out. Hannah, yeah. would you like to come over and the three of us will watch? I would like. For Nothing the record more. to show that, yes, <laughs> I would like to. Because to Ashley and I, this is also an announcement for our listeners. I feel uh-huh. like we're going to have to say it like every episode because it's, it's sad for you, but wonderful for us. Awesome we're for taking us. the month of October off to enjoy our favorite month in the Halloween season. So yes. we're going to watch lots of films. Yes. Because yes. as much as we love you all and making this show and recording the show and blah, 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 um, the last two years have been literal hell because all I've wanted to do is spooky stuff. And not that the podcast isn't spooky. Yeah, we but still I've had fun, but it's just, different. Yeah, worked on the we, show, which is... Yeah, we ended you know. up overextending ourselves because we're like, we have to make the show amazing in October. And so we yeah, go over the top. Spooky spooky show, show, and content. it's like, yeah. you know what? We I'll give you time. other recommendations. Yeah, for we'll shit. send out movie recs and spooky pictures of costumes. <laughs> I could just take over the podcast for October. Yes. And yeah. Talk about what I think all the scary movies that I haven't seen are about. I'd listen. I'll guess the plot line. Of yes. All the exorcists. You look at a cover okay. and go, this is what I think this is about. So, okay. We should okay, sign yes, off. We've been yeah, chatting that's forever. That's all the time we have this week for Keep It Weird. Thank you again so much for joining Thank us today, you. Hannah. My pleasure. Just a reminder, this is our last episode until November. So if you need a horror movie, horror book, or horror podcast episode recommendations in the month of October, keep your eyes on our Instagram. Yeah. You can follow us there and on every other social media account at Keep It Weirdcast. You can also find more Keep It Weird content on our YouTube page. We share a ton of weird news stories. We have EVPs and clips and links to interviews and other fun things that we've done there. And you can get our YouTube page by heading to YouTube.com and searching Keep It Weird Podcast or head to our Instagram and click on the link in our bio or head to our website, www.keepitweirdpodcast.com and click on the This Week in Weird tab. It's not hard to find us, guys. It's really not. Re- just we, Google Keep we It Weird. Everything's there. very accessible We're visible. For even more Keep It Weird content, ho- head over to www.patreon.com slash keepitweirdpodcast to find ways you can donate to the show and get a full bonus episode every month and also a newsletter filled with spooky strange things. We're going to miss you guys this month, but just know that we'll come back strong in November to finish out the season. Hannah, what's our sign off this week? Sign off this week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you got? I was going to do a really scary, like, witch cackle, but it's kind of late. It is do it. You could do it quietly, right? Do a quiet version of it. (laughs) I think... (laughs)
<laughs> Your face is just so cute. I'm sorry for laughing. <laughs> oh my god. That was actually really good. Olsen and Olsen Mystery Agency. <laughs> oh yeah. Solve any crime by, by dinner time. time. Slash it's ten. Oh god. We missed dinner, all of us. Yeah. To mom, should, mom get should get on out of here. Get on out of here. Thanks, ladies. And keep it weird. And keep it weird. Keep it weird. Uh, snitches get stitches. <laughs> okay. <laughs>